0: You me to testify? Of course I'll testify, even though I think Adam Schiff is an illegitimate
2: chairman.
3: He was a guest on ABC TV's This Week program, Rudy Giuliani. Thousands of protesters regrouped after police fired tear gas on them today in Hong Kong, then marched through a thoroughfare in the downtown part of the city in a second day, a straight day of defiance. Protesters, many clad in black with umbrellas, carrying pro-democracy posters, sang songs and chanted Stand with Hong Kong, Fight for Freedom. This week is China's National Day Celebration. This is SRN News.
1: We're facing culture attacks both beyond and within our borders. Now is the time to rise up to protect our conservative values. On Tuesday the 22nd, Elder and Prager team up for the War for America's Soul Tour. At the Crown Plaza Air in Bloomington, VIP tickets are already sold out. So reserve your seats before they're gone at am1280thepatriot.com.
4: This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors.
5: The best and longest running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities is right here on The Patriot. Join Mitch Berg and Brad Carlson of the Northern Alliance Radio Network every Saturday and Sunday afternoon at 1 p.m. because each week the NARN brings you the best in local, political, and conservative talk. It's the NARN, Saturday and Sundays, 1 to 3, right here on The Patriot. Let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center, Chance of Showers the Rest of the Day, High 60, and we got Hour 1 of the Brad Carlson Show of the NARN right now on The Patriot
7: You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N-Show. Hashtag NarnShow. For any comments or questions, and as always... We appreciate you tuning in, and I'm going to apologize in advance for maybe several pauses during my uh, various monologues as I hit the cough button and take a swig of water or, oh, I don't know, cough? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I get the, got some uh, an annoying ailment has been dogging me the last three days. I pretty much sat in my recliner yesterday with my hood over my head, uh try you know, just not feeling well at all. I think I had cookie dough and, and almonds for dinner, if that kind of tells you where I at. Well I'm that that sounds see. delicious. Yeah, it does, but it's not very nutritious, let's no. be honest. But uh uh you know, it's just it's one of those points when you get to when you get to feeling that like, like that you really don't care much about anything. So uh I apologize for those of you narn listeners who went out to see Mitch's band last night, Elephant in the Room. I was fully planning on going and then I uh just got to feeling uh awful Friday evening and it just carried right in through yesterday and uh no sore throat today so that's the one great bit of news, very good news as a matter of fact, because uh that was just oh felt awful sore throat and uh does feel like my head's gonna explode a little bit and um whatnot, but <clears throat> we shall get through it. And because there's a lot to cover, as there always is, week in and week out. And uh by the way, don't forget uh in hour number two Former KSTP TV and CARE 11 sports anchor Tom Ryther is going to be joining us in the studio. This is a thrill for me. I've lived in the Twin Cities the entire 50 years of my life. And Tom Ryther was one of, well, many personalities that kind of was around in my formative years delivering the news. In this case, sports news. He was with KSTP from 71 to 78 and then joined CARE 11 in the late 70s where he where he was until 1991 when he was let go. And he filed an age discrimination suit, which he won. So, yeah, there, he talks about that in his new book, The Hummelsheim Kid. Uh, it's, a, it's a hat tip to uh, the street he grew up in, St. Louis. He grew up on Hummelsheim Avenue in St. Louis. So uh, I had the opportunity to read his book, very good book. So we've got lots to talk about. I, I'll be honest with you, I was familiar enough with Tom's work here in the Twin Cities where I didn't really need a book to have a lot of questions about him, but there's so much more to him than his stint here in the Twin Cities. So that's going to be coming up at uh, 2 o'clock. Uh, hopefully he doesn't stiff me like Fran Tarkenton did. Uh, Wait, Fran Tarkenton stiffed you once? Uh, I'll have to tell you that story sometime. Interesting. Should, yeah, because like I say, uh, Fran Tarkenton was a childhood hero of mine, of course, because I first started following the Vikings when he was at the end of his career. And uh, yeah he he was coming on to promote a book, and he ended up blowing me off. So oh, uh,
5: kind of like how he blew it in
7: those Super Bowls. <laughs> huh? I'm not I'm not bitter at all. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I I Uh We do want to get to some. Uh, the obligatory impeachment talk, and when this for you know, again this is a this is a high profile version of crying wolf, because the Democrats have been looking to impeach President Trump pretty much since he got elected, pretty much since the Steele dossier was released between the time he was elected and inaugurated, and the Mueller report, which they were pinning all of their hopes on, turned out to be a dud, no uh, nothing to bring him up on impeachment, they they totally sold out to the fact that Trump was a Russian agent or, or, or a Russian, or a foreign asset to the Russians and helping, and thus Russia interfered in the U.S. elections in 2016 on behalf of Trump. And Trump was complicit in that. Well, the Mueller report showed that that was not the case. Were there some serious improprieties within the Trump administration? Sure there was but because the Democrats so sold out on the fact that he was a foreign agent in treason or something, uh, and when that didn't come to fruition, they had proverbial egg on their face. Well, there were some in the Progressive Caucus that were sold out, still wanted to go forward with impeachment, but Leader Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi, realized that it was a <clears throat> it was a futile exercise, exercise in futility, wasn't going to do it. Well, finally, uh, when there was... Uh, a report that came out that Trump had a conversation with then newly elected Ukrainian president uh Volodymyr Zelensky and a whistleblower apparently came forward and said uh President Trump promised the new Ukrainian leader uh a favor if the Ukrainian leader would dig up some dirt on uh Trump's potential Democrat opponent in the presidential race in 2020 Joe Biden so Right away, the Democrats moved on impeachment. Trump says, "Wait, no, none of that happened. I'll release the phone, the transcript of the phone call tomorrow, and you can see for yourself." Well, no matter. Nancy Pelosi finally acquiesced. I believe it was on Tuesday, saying, "Yeah, we're going to move forward with uh, in, impeachment articles. You know, in, in, at least an impeachment inquiry to see if there's anything there." All right. Didn't even wait till the transcript came out. Well, the transcript came out on Wednesday morning, and when stuff like this happens, we're in such a cycle, and it's kind of depressing, in my opinion that Trump's most ardent supporters, no matter what is being shown in this transcript, are gonna say, ah, see, it a big nothing burger. You know, there was no quid pro quo. He didn't promise the Ukrainian president anything in exchange for digging up dirt on Biden. There's see there was nothing there. And the Democrats will say, you know, will shift the goalposts to say, Ah, see this, see this here. Um there they're definitely you can connect the dots here Trump asked for a favor specifically after the Ukrainian president said you know uh, we need to buy some of those uh, <clears throat> some of those defense missiles from you So typically something like that it's it's always in between and one of the first reasonable pieces I saw was from Philip Klein of the Washington Examiner Now the Washington Examiner is a right-of-center publication and Philip Klein who no fan of Trump but has defended Trump, on some issues when he's been unfairly uh, criticized, okay? But he's no Trump supporter. And, you know, the Trump supporters, ardent Trump supporters will dismiss Philip Klein's piece as, well, Philip Klein was always an anti-Trump guy. But try to refute the things that he says in here. I'll read a little bit of of Klein's piece after I take a drink of water, of course. Got to hydrate to dominate. Excuse me. All right. The release of the transcript of President Trump's call with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky was not the dud that Trump and his allies have been presenting it to be. It's very bad news for Trump. The defense of Trump is that, yes, he may have asked a foreign leader to investigate his political rival, Joe Biden, but that there was no quid pro quo. While at no point did Trump explicitly say, investigate Biden or else, Trump does state quite clearly all of the things that the United States does for Ukraine before transitioning into his asks, among which are that Zelensky investigate Biden. Reading the full transcript and <clears throat> excuse me, understanding the broader context, it's hard to avoid the conclusion that Trump was using the power and influence of the United States to advance his own political interests rather than the national security interests of the nation. There was not much talk about what Ukraine could do for American, America's interests in the region and a lot more talk about what he could do for Trump personally that would benefit him politically. You, of course, can find the transcript anywhere online, but here's what jumped out at me. After Trump congratulates Zelensky on his election victory and they exchange pleasantries, Trump said, I will say that we do a lot for Ukraine. We spend a lot of effort and a lot of time much more than the European countries are doing, and they should be helping you more than they are. After singling out Germany, Trump said, a lot of the European countries are the same way, so I think it's something you want to look at, but the United States has been very good to Ukraine. I wouldn't say it's reciprocal necessarily, because things are happening that are not good, but the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. After Zelensky agreed, the Ukrainian president also mentions We are almost ready to buy more javelins from the United States for defense purposes. Trump immediately follows up by saying, I would like you to do us a favor, though, because our country has been through a lot and Ukraine knows a lot about it. Excuse me. So here's Trump having emphasized how much great stuff the U.S. does for Ukraine that isn't reciprocated, now asking for a favor. The first favor has to do with getting the government to cooperate with the Department of Justice's investigation into Ukraine's meddling in the 2016 election. Quote, I would like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with Ukraine. They say CrowdStrike," he said. I guess you have one of your wealthy people, the server, they say Ukraine has it. There are a lot of, thi- there are a lot of things that went on the whole situation. I think you're surrounding yourself by some of the same people. I would like to have the Attorney General call you or your people, and I would like you to get to the bottom of it. As you saw yesterday, that whole nonsense ended with a very poor performance by a man named Robert Mueller, an incompetent performance, but they say a lot of it started with Ukraine. Whatever you can do, it's very important that you do it if that's possible. After Zelensky talks about how he intends to appoint good people And that his assistant already spoke to Trump's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, who he hopes will visit Ukraine and meet with him. Trump follows up with good because I heard you had a prosecutor who was very good and he was shut down. And that's really unfair. Now, what he's what Trump is talking about there is that Biden wanted the prosecutor there fired that was looking into his son's business dealings, Hunter Biden's business dealings. And that if he wasn't, that U.S. was would withhold aid. I mean, there's a video of Biden talking about that very thing. So, in reading this and in reading the transcript, this, see this is this is Trump's arrogance on full display. Is he says, "Well, I'll release the transcript. You, you show that show there's nothing wrong," and then people read it and you say, "Yeah, see, there's nothing wrong." Well, yeah, you're not saying, you know, like Philip Klein indicates, investigate Biden or else. Okay, yeah, there's not a, an explicit quid pro quo, but could you connect the dots based on what was said here in the transcript? Of course you can. And yet for Trump to come back and say, "Well, you see, it's big nothing burger." Supporters same thing. All right? Well, it's not nothing. Does it reach the level of 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 being of being a crime or treasonous? Well, I pretty much a lot of the legal experts, even those who aren't necessarily friendly to Trump will say, "Well, no." But As has been talked about, impeachment isn't about legalese as much as it is about political. Can you prove that the president of the United States is not fit to serve the country, is not fit to command that office? That's really what impeachment is all about. And so this is something, you know, a lot of things have happened to Trump and everybody, you know, all the never Trumpers have been salivating, wringing their, rubbing their hands together, saying, oh, this is where we got him. We finally got him. Okay, as someone who opposed Trump every single solitary step of the way during the Republican primary, I've been there many, many, many times and it never came to fruition. But uh, this is something that I don't think is going to go away. I do
5: have a question for you. Do you think this is the most momentum the Democrats have had in terms of impeachment, though?
7: Well, that's an excellent point. Uh, The problem is the Democrats can't help but uh, step on their own rakes. Like you have Adam Schiff. Who's the head of the, the lead Democrat on in the intelligence committee in the House, coming out and reading it, reading something from the transcript that wasn't in the transcript. And people are like, uh, Representative Schiff, what are you doing? That wasn't in the transcript. And wow, well, well I was just reading a parody of it. Wait, what? This is what you're doing? This is a this is a rather serious situation here, and 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 you're parodying what's in the transcript? That's rather inappropriate. Okay? And then Recently, you get Nancy Pelosi, House Speaker Pelosi, basically saying, well, we're going to do a lot of these things behind closed doors, drop these impeachment articles, not have a public hearing, okay, not be transparent at all, just do it behind closed doors, and yet they, and the the Democrats will say, yeah, this is the most momentum we've had, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a two-week recess. I mean, okay, if this is a matter of an emergency here, why aren't you tending to this right now, Okay. But yet they're drafting all of this stuff behind closed doors. And you're having, again, the lead Democrat in the intelligence community reading some sort of parody. So that tells me they're just they're just playing a bunch of games here. But is there is there some there there? Most certainly. Um but one of the common sentiments from anti Trump people this past week was when the Trump's most ardent supporters came out and supported him and just kind of dismissed it saying, Oh, see, another nothing burger. You people are desperate. OK, Russia, it went from Russia, Russia, Russia to Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Trump's going to win 40 states. You're just doing it to yourselves. This isn't politically popular, yada, yada, yada. Uh, while all that, while this may not be popular politically, if there was some wrongdoing, I don't care if it's popular politically. You need to get to the bottom of it. But my point is, and I'll and I'll talk about this in the next segment, is a lot of these never Trumpers came out and says, my God, these, these never, these ardent trump supporters these mega people is there nothing trump can do to lose their support it's very obvious there's some impropriety here are these people not smart enough to realize that and yet they're still going to support him unequivocally and my answer is i'm not going to question the intelligence of these people at all that are supporting trump no matter what he does but yeah they're going to continue to support him no matter what happens you want to know why I'll tell you why when we come back in the next segment and we'll take your phone calls as well 651-289-4488 you can also weigh in via twitter hashtag narn show hashtag narn show brad carlson the closer coming back in mere moments don't know where
8: Do you want exceptional convenience and still do business with a like-minded Minnesota company? It's not luck. It's Lucky's Station Convenience Stores. Larry
9: Elder here with Lucky's owner, Scott Stevens. We're a value-driven company that lines up with companies consistent with the Patriot. We're Minnesota-based. Well, in some ways, we are David against Goliath. We have to work harder. Often, we're going against international corporations. These are major, large corporations. And we have all the products you're going to find in any of our competitors. I think we offer a sense of appreciation. We find that good customer service in a small neighborhood environment. Works pretty well with us. And that's our focus. We treat our people well, and we hope that that carries over to the customer. We want you to come in, check out our stores, find where we're at on the map. Mention you heard us on the radio. You'll get any size, fountain or coffee drink free. Our hope is to earn your business so you can make Lucky's your landmark for convenience and service.
8: Now there's a Lucky's station near you. Find them online at LuckyStations.com. Lucky's Station, the official convenience store of AM 1280, The Patriot.
3: Something you need to know about Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners. They're on a mission to help as many people as possible to get out of pain. They've been a consistent sponsor of this show. In radio, sponsors come and go. They, They may even stay for a year or so, and then they're gone. Not so with Relief Factor. Pete and Seth are consistent year after year. Why? Because tens of thousands of people are now taking Relief Factor every day for their back and neck pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, knee pain, etc. And now they're in less or no pain at all. That's the truth. I'd like you to try it. Three-week quick start is just $19.95. In three weeks, you'll know if it works. How's that? Is that a great thing or what? Cancel if it doesn't work. Otherwise it's the best nineteen ninety-five you will have spent. That's the quick start, relieffactor.com.
4: My name is Tiffany Hall and my son Truitt attends Heritage Christian Academy. Truitt is in kindergarten and I got an email one day from his teacher saying that she was really proud of him that day because he had found a quarter actually at school and she could see that he had really debated turning it in or keeping it and that he had turned it into her and she was just so proud of him and encouraged him in that um, being honest was the way to be. And I thought it was so sweet for her to to message me that and tell me about the day. So we've had a few teachers there, and they've all been so wonderful. They have constant interaction with us, for sure, and they're always willing to be there for questions or help us with anything that we need help with as well. We have absolutely loved our time at Heritage Christian Academy, and we have been so blessed.
8: Heritage Christian Academy of Maple Grove serves students from 3 years old to 12th grade. For more information about joining the Heritage Christian Academy family or to schedule a tour, visit heritageweb.org. That's heritageweb.org.
7: Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson, here to take your phone calls. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag Narn Show. that's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. So I left off the last segment by uh, saying I'm going to respond to those who are just incredulous how the most ardent Trump supporters can continue to be in his corner despite the fact, the things he says and does— And now this latest thing where it was very obvious he was uh, trying to prod the new uh, Ukrainian president into doing something that would benefit Trump politically. You could justify it if it would benefit the United States, certainly. I mean, you want to develop a a, a relationship like that if it's going to uh, benefit the country as a whole. But if it's going to just benefit Trump politically, then I'm sorry— that, that's that's not a good look and all of a sudden when there's impeachment that comes up and the question is is this is this man fit to be commander-in chief? Well, that's something they're going to have have to hash out in, in the house where uh, if they vote to impeach him, you know it just takes a simple majority 218 votes in the. US House then in order to be convicted and thus removed from office you have to have a two-thirds majority in the Senate Now would they have two-thirds in the Senate Well, that would require 67 senators. All right, there's 52 Republicans and 48 Democrats. I'm sorry, 53 Republicans and 47 Democrats. So if all 47 Senate Democrats vote for impeachment, you're going to need to have 20 Republicans vote for it as well in order for Trump to be convicted on these articles of impeachment. Do they? Do they? Ha- Is there 20? I'm skeptical of that, although there have been some that have come out and said, oh, well, Jeff, uh, Jeff Flake former Arizona senator came out and said, well, I believe there would be about 30 Republican senators that would come out and vote for Peach." It's was like, what, 30? Seriously? I'd, I'd like to see the sourcing on that. Of course, it's one of those things, well, I heard from, a, from someone who heard from someone, whatever. Uh, but the point is, people ask, how in the world can the MAGA crowd stick by Trump when there's some very obvious impropriety in these transcripts? And I'd like to answer that question with a question. Now, not playing whataboutism or anything else, but let me let me draw this out a little bit. Uh, do you remember when uh, the Obama administration spied on reporters from the Associated Press, bugged their phones because the Associated Press, Associated Press reported on a story, uh, something about some plans of a battle operation in the Middle East, and the AP reported on it? Or how about when the Obama administration spied on Fox News reporter James Rosen? James Rosen in 2009 reported that North Korea was going to respond to U.S. sanctions on their country by employing more nuclear tests. And of course, James Rosen cited a source, <clears throat> I believe within the uh, CIA, some somewhere in the intelligence community, and the Obama administration's uh, spot, not only in his phone, his personal phone, but his parents' phones, phone lines, to try to maybe glean information where he got where he got this uh, info, uh, how about fast and furious? remember that fast and furious the gun walking scandal where the United States deliberately let guns go into Mexico, and what they were what they were going to do is attach some sort of technological advi- device tracking device to these weapons to see how uh, the cartel would distribute these. Well, they lost track of these guns, and one of these guns wound up in the hands of um, member of the some Mexican gang that ended up killing border agent Brian Terry. Okay? How about uh, the IRS scandal where Lois Lerner, the head of the IRS, where she basically, there were emails that were released that showed she was very hostile to conservative causes, specifically the Tea Party. The Tea Party was not, their tax-exempt status was delayed and therefore they could not engage in the political process in political activism, until you know they got their uh, tax exempt status, you know, it was a five hundred one, C <clears> three, <throat> I believe it was they were applying for, and it was deliberately delayed because Lois Lerner, the head of the IRS, didn't like their politics. Of course, we all remember Benghazi. It took place on September eleventh, two thousand twelve, when the Obama administration sent out Susan Rice on all the Sunday shows to say that it was a YouTube video that someone in the United States had put together that inflamed. Radical Islam, and therefore, they decided to take their revenge out on the U.S. consulate in Benghazi, Libya. Well, it turns out it was an orchestrated terror attack. And as it was dug deeper, uh, Ambassador Stevens at the U.S. consulate in Benghazi was asking for more support because they were feeling uh, they were feeling pressure from radical Islamic elements in the region, and they weren't feeling safe. And those requests were ignored or not tended to right and of course everybody remembers the the hillary email scandal as much as hillary says differently there were crimes committed she did violate protocol she did breach uh there was some national security protocols that were violated then fbi director james comey in july of 2016 said that very thing and he said as much he basically said look if this were a regular person you know that uh that committed a similar infraction that they would probably be held accountable, probably would have to serve some time in jail. But that's not what we're doing here. We're not pressing charges on Hillary. So she was allowed to continue to go on her campaign for president. So why am I bringing all this up? Well, this sounds like a bunch of whataboutism. Can you name me one person within the Obama administration that was held accountable for any of this stuff? no okay that that's my whole point because and, and despite the gaslighting that goes on from from former obama officials about how well it was such so nice to serve in a scandal-free administration or obama's own terms there isn't a smidgen of corruption okay despite all of that okay all of the things i just told you that i li a whole laundered list of items here not one person within the Obama administration, was held accountable for anything, any of those particular incidents. Not one. Not one. So you want to know why the most ardent Trump supporters are going to stick by him no matter what, even if there is uh, evidence of impropriety in this call with the Ukrainian leader? Because of this very thing. Am I saying that's right? No, I'm not saying it's right. You know, the old classic two wrongs don't make a right. I understand that. But if you want to understand why they're going to stand by him no matter what, it's like, well... You know, there's your quid pro quo for you. If you if this is how things are done in Washington, then you better be careful when the next administration comes in that you may not like. So we only have a couple of minutes left in this segment. I do want to get to a uh, phone call. Uh, Dan from New Hope is on line one. Hey, Dan, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, Brad. You know, I'm a I'm an ardent Trump supporter. And for,
6: I think, what are a lot of obvious reasons, I don't mean to be insulting, and I think you may agree, Um. How does this not benefit America that a senior politician or any politician is over and acting in a corrupt fashion with his son, flying on uh, government aircraft, striking deals with foreign governments where he gets paid money for being on a board, knowing nothing about what that company does, and then using the president, uh, Vice President George Biden, uh, almost extortion. We won't give you a billion dollars until we remove the investigator mm-hmm. who's investigating my son's legitimacy, you uh, whatever. And then, you know, there is no other alternative, Brad. Sure, it's you know we have a president who's done more for America than probably in a hundred years. What he's done for America is what matters, and he can talk to anybody about anything he wants to in the world. That's the privilege of the of the of the president. There's no crime here. And if there's a crime being committed, which obviously is on the part of the Democrats and historically has been, we don't know how deep this corruption goes. He has every right to ask a foreign leader, could you help me out and look into this for me? There's nothing impeachable. There's nothing he's done that's impeachable. In fact, if anything, there's any crimes that have been committed, it's all on the shoulders of President Obama and his
7: administration. Appreciate the call, Dan. Thanks so much. Uh, yeah, this uh, this is something that could end up ultimately hurting Joe Biden, which in the eyes of progressive Democrats is probably a feature, not a bug. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Thanks for calling, Dan. We appreciate uh, your support as always. And we'll be back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere.
2: If you have cracked teeth, missing teeth, or old, wobbly dentures, you've probably thought about getting dental implants. But when you checked around, you discovered that many places charge a lot of money. $4,000, $5,000, $6,000 a tooth. Well, it's time for you to check out ImplantMiracle.com. The local dental office where top-quality, long-lasting dental implants cost as low as $2,499 a tooth, including the implant abutment and crown, plus your consultation with the dental is free. Standard x rays are free. And we offer very convenient financing. Why do we call it Implant Miracle? Because with implants as low as $24.99 and other places charging so much more, some people say that being able to get affordable dental implants is a miracle. For more information on how you can save money on dental implants and get a beautiful new smile that you can actually afford, see our website, implantmiracle.com. That's implantmiracle.com.
10: We're surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention. So many choices and ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out. Today's technology can do that, but you need the resources and know-how to make it all work you need Salem surround with all the digital marketing tools available and necessary to compete in today's business world. You need to know how to use all the options efficiently. Our team at Salem surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business, get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue for no limitations on how and where you can reach customers. There's Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com,
1: connecting you with new customers. There are many perks to being a member of the AM1280 The Patriot Freedom Fan Club. Join in the month of September, and you can register to win a copy of Paloma Wants to Be Lady Freedom by Rachel Campos Duffy. Join today at am1280thepatriot.com. Just click on Fan Club. The Freedom Fan Club is brought to you by Lucky's Stations and their nine metro locations. Visit them at LuckyStations.com. Welcome
7: back, am 1280 Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. This is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651 289 4488 is the number to call. You can weigh in via Twitter hashtag darn show, hashtag nARN show. And by the way, we appreciate all of you who came out to our Patriot event this past Tuesday and evening with Michelle Malkin. Uh, very pleased to see a lot of walk up uh, uh, ticket buyers. Coming to the box office and getting tickets at the uh, at the last minute, uh, it ended up being a very nice crowd. the, uh, I b- I believe the VIP meet and greet ahead of time was sold out. If not, it was very close, and uh, it was just a fantastic discussion. Uh, Michelle Malkin pr- promoting her book Open Borders Inc. and talking about uh, combating illegal immigration. Say what you want about the Trump administration, but that has been one positive they've been able to get a hand on, a stemming the tide of illegal immigration. And I get it; this country was was built on immigration. And it's been, we've benefited greatly from those who have wanted to come here and assimilate and uh, make this country what it is today. But uh, given the way this world has progressed in the last 20 years, particularly of how uh, the 9-11 terri- terrorists were here overstaying on their visas, okay, we have to be a little more vigilant. And the Michelle details it in her book, and I hope you'll definitely pick it up. But by the way, we have another Patriot event coming up. You've probably been hearing commercials about it. We're going to promote that in a little bit. Uh, But we want to get to some other items from this past week. Uh, I imagine you've probably, many of you have seen the uh, video of uh, a 16-year-old Swedish uh, teen, Greta Thunberg. She spoke at the U.N. before world leaders, basically saying, how dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood. Apparently, this was in response to uh, the perceived inaction on climate change. And obviously, this is a very divisive issue because uh, it's settled science. You're not even allowed to ask questions. You're not even allowed to debate on the severity of it. It's settled science. We need to... Basically, get rid of all fossil fuels. uh, Get rid of all companies that are burning coal and natural gas. We need to get rid of these uh, particular structures, these buildings. We need to quit driving cars, whatever else. And, uh, you know, I I think Glenn Instapundit Reynolds said it best. I'll start treating this like a crisis when those who are telling me it's a crisis start behaving like it's a crisis. Okay? I mean, think about it. If you have someone like Al Gore, who literally for literally three uh, decades, probably more, this has been his signature issue about the environment, particularly global warming. But uh, that kind of got ridiculed because there because it wasn't shown it was warrant that me uh the median increase in temperature wasn't as high as they were touting it, so now they're calling it climate change. So then you can attribute everything to climate change. Like tomorrow it's going to be eighty degrees here in the Twin Cities and the next day it'll be in the fifties. Climate change. You know, I I mean everything can be attributed to it now. It's convenient. But if someone like Al Gore said, you know what? I'm gonna sell my luxury mansion. I'm gonna get rid of all of these vehicles I'm not going to travel anywhere outside of my – I'm going to buy a 1,000-square-foot townhouse, and I'm going to Skype to all my meetings all across the world, and there, therefore I'll be using less carbon. I'll be using less fossil fuels because I won't have as big a house to, to take care of. If, if if someone like that made those kind of lifestyle changes, don't you think that would turn a lot of heads don't you think that that would grab the attention a lot of people's like, whoa, Senator, uh, former Senator Gore, he's, kinda, he's walking the walk here. Why? what's going on? Or, or if Leonardo DiCaprio decided to drive to one of those Ivy League colleges on the East Coast, drive from his home in L.A. Uh, in his Prius to these uh, Ivy League colleges, wouldn't that turn a few heads too? Oh, wow, maybe there's something to this. So that's the point. When people who say it's a crisis start, start acting like it's a crisis, then it might be taken seriously. Uh, I imagine uh, Senator uh, Osmick may have a few things to weigh in on this. Uh, We always appreciate him uh, checking in. Uh, Senator Dave Osmick, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. How are you, sir? Yo, Jason, I'm trying to bring up Senator Osmick here. What are you doing, man? Throw a dog a bone here. All right, Senator Osmick, there you are. How are you, sir? Good afternoon,
11: conservative infidels. Yes, it's a crisis. Everything's a crisis. And although was I think it was Super did a did an album saying, or I don't know what group it was, it's crisis. What crisis? I mean, this is insane. Governor walls is is acting like his Emperor Timmy the First and deciding he's going to uh, just by edict say that we're going to do these things without any legislative involvement. And let me tell you something, Brad, his little uh, rollout of this week, there was not one syllable said to the Minnesota State Senate. Not one syllable. There is no cooperation, there's no legislation, there's nothing other than his emperor, Timmy I, making his own decision.
7: But it's settled science, Senator Osmak, Why would he need to consult the legislature? It's settled science. Don't you know this by now? <laughs> Yeah, okay, here we go again with settled science.
11: I actually had my legislative assistant or my committee administrator actually print out the IPCC report, which in no uncertain terms says we don't know if human interaction is the issue. It could be any number of issues that is actually contributing to this, to climate change. And I have news for everyone. The climate changes every day of every year that we have existed on this miserable little planet.
7: No, I'm. I'm with you on that, Senator. But like I say, uh, this is just a situation where... Uh, we, and we know what it's about, and you know as well it's about. It's a, it's about local control. They want to limit the number of cars that are on the road. They want people to alter their lifestyle. They want people to uh, burn less fossil fuels, use more green energy. I We know what it's all about. But, uh, you know, again, there it's almost as if there's no room for dissent anymore. I mean, people, are asked, people that ask questions... They're just labeled as deniers. No, we want we want clarifications. We're not necessarily denying. We just want you know. We just you know, and it's and the response is shut up. They explained.
11: Well, and then when it's not good enough for them to lose the court of public opinion, because anytime you look at any polls on this issue. The, the, the consensus is that this is one of the lowest-ranking issues yes. on the voters' minds. Always. But when that isn't good enough, then you know what happens. We go grab a bunch of kids, which children are the last refuge of this political scoundrel. And when that's not good enough, we import them from Sweden. I don't know, did you watch that little, uh, that little uh, fiasco of the U of M this week? I was amazed at what happened and what they were doing. They they have no compassion, no compunction. They will use and abuse anyone that's possible to follow their agenda.
7: We appreciate the call, uh, Senator Osmick. Uh, we, we always encourage Senator Osmick to kind of... Uh Kind of take off the shackles and go no holds barred. Hopefully, we'll get him to loosen up and really say what's on his mind next time.
5: <laughs> yeah, and I'll try to get him on the phone a little bit quicker. But I was too busy talking to our two o'clock guest, oh, Mister Ryder
7: That's all. That's that's all. We're all good. We're all good. Dave got to say what he wanted to say. We appreciate the call, Senator Osmick. Thank you. And and that's that's what I really wanted to hit on is this seems to be a disturbing trend where progressives, when they can't put up an intellectual defense of their policy stances, put kids out front as. You know, it sounds crude to maybe say this, but I'm I'm speaking metaphorically here as as human shields, because wow, well, no no kind of soulless you know it takes a soulless ghoul to criticize a child that's engaged in the issues of our time, and no, we're engaging the substance of what they're saying, of their talking points, and they want it both ways, because if you criticize the substance of their talking points. It's either, wow, they're, they're just young people. You, you, you can't expect them to be full, to be fully developed in, their, in conveying of their, of their stances. Well, then why are you putting them up in front of a world stage like, like the United Nations? And by the way, did you notice one of the countries that wasn't mentioned, China, who was probably the biggest defender of, of pollution in this entire world? Convenient how that was left off. So this is this is the this is the greater point, and we've seen this with the kids from Marjory Stoneman Douglas High School. You know the Parkland, Florida shooting that took place a year and a half ago, an awful tragedy. And what these kids went through, uh, I don't. I still to this day am flabbergasted at how they were put up on a national stage at a town hall meeting less than a week after this tragedy to yell at members of our government about more gun control. I mean, if you're a young person and you are enduring a horrific Incident like that where you know of people your own age, kids your own age, that were gunned down senselessly, is that really the most prudent thing to be doing? Putting them up in front of national TV to debate policy stances? Or maybe we should probably check on their well-being, their mental health. Because this is a salient issue of our time. And John Gabriel wrote about this at uh, Ricochet. Addressing this very thing about how manipulative, these manipulative adults, they're doing more harm than good for their kids. Uh, the young, unfortunately, don't have our luxury of perspective, and it's destroying their emotional health. According to the National Institutes of Health, nearly one-third of all 13- to 18-year-olds will experience an anxiety disorder. The numbers continue to go up. Between 2007 and 2012, anxiety in children and teens rose 20%. The suicide rate for young Americans is now the highest ever recorded. Between 2000 and 2017, the number of suicides has doubled for females aged 15 to 24. Males between 15 and 19 kill themselves at a rate of 17.9 per 100,000, up from 13 per 100,000 in the year 2000. Our increasingly anxious kids deserve better. Daily prophecies of global annihilation are deeply unhealthy, not to mention unsupported by the vast majority of research. Even if you accept that human activity is heating the globe, relatively few scientists are predicting the end of the world in 12 years or 17 months. What Thunberg's parents are doing to her borders on child abuse. Hyping increasingly apocalyptic claims is spreading that abuse to every other young person. So... Again, <clears throat> if this is a crisis, I don't know how scaring our kids like this is healthy. I mean, you could maybe convey to them, you know, what here is some of the things you could do to, to to help out. You know, we're just one person, but if you encourage many of your fellow students to do something like this, a little bit goes a long way. You know, something along those lines. I grew up in the in the eighties during the Cold War. We were nuclear holocaust was something that was talked about quite a bit when the Soviet Union had. Nuclear warheads pointed right at the United States. This is something we as kids dealt with. I remember the day when they showed that movie. The day after, it was a depiction of the nuclear holocaust in America. They had they brought in you know uh, social workers to talk to the kids about it and say, "What do you feel?" and talk to us about it. Don't stuff your emotions here. This is just a movie. This is uh, a depiction of what may or may not happen, but.
5: What do you think of this? I still got to give this kid credit, credit, though, even for whatever reason, she is up on that stage at 16 to have autism and to go up in front of the U.N. and delivered a passionate and empowering speech. I got to give her credit for that, at least, especially when it comes to a topic that. Regardless, we can debate the science and exactly what side of the aisle we're on on that. It's still a relevant issue. And trust me, I couldn't possibly do that at 16. So I got to give her credit for that. At oh, least.
7: yeah, no question. And and again, I don't care how mature you are at 16 or how articulate you are. Uh, again, this kind of scenario, I, I, I don't know how it's healthy. And again, I don't know how it moves the debate. I mean, this is a young person, articulate. Yeah, that's great. What's her life experience? I mean, she's still only 16. And it's been revealed that her, her parents are very sympathetic to uh, far left-wing causes. So you can ascertain from that that they're just using her as, as a prop to parrot their own chanting points. Is that right? Is that healthy? I, I don't think so. Now, again, you know it, she very well could have gone to her parents and say, I need, to, I need to have the opportunity to speak. But what gives her the gravitas to be able to get up there and speak like that? Because, you know, yeah, I agree. She's articulate and conveyed her feelings very well. But, you know, what gives her the credibility to get up there and do that? And, again, if you want to call a cynical, fine. But I'm sorry. This just feels like nothing more than a manipulation tactic. Like, well, no one would dare, you know, criticize a child. And those who criticize this this young lady and personally attacked her, that was wrong. Absolutely it was wrong. And so, therefore, what what do they do? They use it as a cudgel to further their debate. These are classic alinsky tactics, and sadly, it's become more of the norm in discourse, not only in this country, but literally all around the world. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. AM
1: 1280, The Patriot. Guys.
4: Waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced. Free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-424-7126. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-424-7126. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-424-7126. 1-800-424-7126.
0: I loved playing high school sports. I loved the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry, and I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called, and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now, as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Minnesota did. And now, I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in
1: becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process.
3: If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the
1: Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, happening December 2nd to the 11th. Register today at am1280thepatriot.com.
10: Young Jesus
7: Welcome back, AM 1280 the Patriot. Northern hey, Alliance hey, Radio Network. It's, it's me, Brad Start Carlson. Thanks I as got always got for tuning I in.
10: I don't
7: you know about you, but I'm gonna stay thug until the feds come get me. Of course you are. Hat tip to Young Jeezy here. <laughs> one final segment. I wanted to weigh in on this uh, this Carson King situation. Now, did you see? Uh, did you see this, Jason? A uh, young guy at a uh, college. I guess it was on uh, September 14th during College Game Day. You know where uh, mm-hmm. College Game Day goes to campus, and you see all these signs in the background. Mm-hmm. Well, this dude held up held up a sign that says uh, "Bush Light Supply needs <laughs> replenished," and here's my Venmo account. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of initially a gag. Well, then he uh, he raised like twenty grand. Yeah, and it's like, whoa, this is raising a lot of money. So this young young guy, Carson King, I believe he's twenty four years old, something along those lines. Yeah, twenty four years old, Iowa State fan, decides to donate this money to the University of Iowa Stead Family Children's Hospital. And as this caught on, Anheuser Busch decided to match some of these donations. They got involved, you know, because obviously he re- referenced uh, Bush Light, uh, his Bush Light Supply. And lo and behold, over a million dollars was raised for this hospital. You know, a funny little gag turned into a very nice endeavor. This young man was enjoying his 15 minutes of fame, doing a very noble thing for a college kid. You know, just probably out enjoying a football game, drinking beer. And all of a sudden, he raises hundreds of thousands of dollars for a very worthwhile charity. Well, as we have seen all too often in today's woke culture, what do they do? what is it what is it immediately the media does they go out and they plow through his old social media activity and 24 year old carson king said some things 8 years earlier as a 16 year old which were highly objectionable i'm not going to read some of the tweets uh, they were pretty offensive and they were they were crude but he was 16 does that excuse the behavior at 16 no you should know better than you're 16 but as i've always said when this this the same thing happened with all star uh, Major League pitcher Josh Hader It happened with rookie quarterback uh, Then rookie quarterback uh, Josh Allen When he was being drafted in the 2018 draft By uh, Buffalo And then Kyler Murray the number one overall pick In this last NFL draft Where they plow through their old social media Find objectionable things and put it out there It's like okay now what Should should they not be able to be uh, Contributing members to society Should they not be able to uh, earn a living Through their livelihood Which is, i.e. athletics So Upon these social media posts being uh, dug up by the Des Moines Register, who put forth this story, Anheuser-Busch, who helped Carson King raise all this money, where over a million dollars went to this hospital, decided to sever ties with him. So a very worthwhile, noble cause that was undertaken suddenly is illegitimate because of this things this kid said as a teen. This is where we are now. This is where we are. And by the way, the uh, writer of this story, uh, let me get his uh, name correct, it is Aaron Calvin with the Des Moines Register. Now he's formerly with the Des Moines Register. yeah. Because guess what happens? If these are the kind of games you're going to play, then what goes around comes around. I'm not an advocate for this at all, because again... Aaron Calvin, people dug through his old social media history and dug up old tweets. It's like, hey, Des Moines Register, you put out there when people just were enraged that you decided to sandbag Carson King this way, they dug up. They said, okay, if these are your rules, you say, well, we typically do this with subjects of our stories, look through their old social media as a, as a background check. What? Background check? Okay. Well, then if you're going to do that to a subject of your story, wouldn't it behoove you to do that? with an employee of your organization. So they looked at Aaron Calvin's old social media posts, found some very objectionable things, and they were painted into a corner and it ended up, ended up firing Aaron Calvin. Now, again, uh, it's despicable, this whole thing around what they did to Carson King. I don't agree with they having to fire this employee either. But if, these, if this is a standard you're going to set, which you apparently have trouble holding yourselves up to, then you were left with no choice but to let this guy go. What uh, I a was, complete mess.
5: Yeah, I was on the phone. Did you mention uh, what happened when the register actually contacted Carson King and said what they were going to publish at all? Uh, I didn't,
7: yeah, I, King, I heard about it. He
5: fessed up. Yeah. He was just like, yep, I did this. Uh, it was me. It was a few years ago when I was a teenager. I apologize for it. But he... He didn't, like, try to lie. He didn't try to cover it up. He fessed well, up to. right I mean, away.
7: You, I mean, it's and, your social media account. There's no reason to lie. That's true. but
5: Exactly. But uh, but a lot of people would lie in that situation. That's just it. And he actually decided to take the high road. So all this is... You're right. It is a mess. The thing with the reporters, a mess. I don't know if he should have been fired, but uh, a really great story for what it did in terms for the money that was raised, but also a terrible story at the same time.
7: So, yeah, and this is my point. So something he did as a dumb teenager eight years earlier suddenly illegitimizes this very noble thing that he's doing, helping a lot of people by raising this money. The good news is is that I guess there was a brewery in Geneseo, Illinois, that decided to uh, take on King's cause, and they will be working with him a little bit further. So uh, there is still room for forgiveness and grace in this country, I like to think, but this is happening way too often, and it's the It's the world we live in now where, you know, everybody has access to put their thoughts, their innermost thoughts right out there in the public. This is another lesson. Kind of think a little bit before you do that. Hour number one in the books, hour number two coming back in mere moments right here. AM of The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network, Go Nowhere. Time.
10: Open all the doors and let you out into the...
3: time. Turn all Something you need to know about Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners. They're on a mission to help as many people as possible to get out of pain. They've been a consistent sponsor of this show. In radio, sponsors come and go. They, even, they may even stay for a year or so. And then they're gone. Not so with Relief Factor. Pete and Seth are consistent year after year. Why? Because tens of thousands of people are now taking Relief Factor every day for their back and neck pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, knee pain, etc. And now they're in less or no pain at all. That's the truth. I'd like you to try it. Three-week quick start is just $19.95. In three weeks, you'll know if it works. How's that? Is that a great thing or what? Cancel if it doesn't work. Otherwise, it's the best 1995 you will have spent. That's the quick start, Relieffactor.com.
8: Do you want exceptional convenience and still do business with a like-minded Minnesota company? It's not luck. It's Lucky's Station Convenience Stores. Larry Elder here with Lucky's owner, Scott Stevens.
9: We're a value-driven company that lines up with companies consistent with the Patriot. We're Minnesota-based. Well, in some ways, we are David against Goliath. We have to work harder. Often, we're going against international corporations. These are major, large corporations, and we have all the products you're going to find in any of our competitors. I think we offer a sense of appreciation. We find that good customer service in a small neighborhood environment. Works pretty well with us, and that's our focus. We treat our people well, and we hope that that carries over to the customer. We want you to come in, check out our stores, find where we're at on the map. Mention you heard us on the radio, you'll get any size, fountain or coffee drink free. Our hope is to earn your business so you can make Lucky's your landmark for convenience and service.
8: Now there's a Lucky's station near you. Find them online at Lucky'sStations.com. Lucky's Station, the official convenience store of AM1280, The Patriot.
11: According to Google, a local business owner like you needs to spend at least 15 hours a week to optimize their online search campaigns. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, introducing you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for local businesses. Let Salem Surround maximize your SEO and SEM campaigns so you can run your business. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406.
7: Nothing works better than a clean tractor. Hot water, pressure, and the right nozzle are a great way to clean mud. We also have the right equipment to clean a lot of pig, chicken, cow, or, well, you know what, off your barn floors. Every year we donate the use of pressure washers that are used to clean the CHS Miracle of Birth Center at the Minnesota State Fair. If you're in need of something in the agriculture industry, give us a call. 763 521 4442.